Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help for You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the last topic I shared. If you are unable to join me and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my Facebook page as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when my podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now let's learn a little bit about my guest today. Catherine O'Leary is an economist, entrepreneur, and investor who is passionate about helping businesses grow. She is also the quiz queen, always asking the best questions to attract the best clients for herself and her clients. Catherine has achieved success spending the last 25 years perfecting her market research and consumer insights expertise in the corporate world. Now she is most motivated by helping others apply innovative marketing strategies that make it easier for your ideal clients to find you especially if you are an entrepreneur, speaker, podcaster, author, or coach. So Catherine, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Candy. Thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm excited to be here after our brief session in uh, Potapalooza that kind of went sideways. So we are, uh, we're, we're on to take two. So onwards <laughs> okay. and upwards. Exactly. So, well, before I get into questions that I would have for you, I'd love for you to tell just a little bit more about yourself and how did you become the quiz queen? So how did I become the quiz queen? Well, I didn't grow up wanting to be the quiz queen. I wanted I wanted to run Wall Street. And so I became a market research and consumer insights specialist. And that effectively meant that I translated what consumers wanted, needed, and were challenged with. And I learned about that through surveys and questionnaires and, and asking them con like, you know, questions about what, what they wanted and then translating that into corporate ease. So into new products and product innovation, marketing campaigns, sales conversations. And that was fantastic. And I worked with Apple and Adobe and Pepsi and all these fantastic companies. And I did that for a long time. I did that for 25 years. And, and, you know, you get burnt out, you get done, you know, the three hour a day commute you know, that's enough of that. 
and I'd had enough of that. So I, in, I decided to move into my own online business and I moved into direct sales, which was fantastic. It was a great business for me. However, what I found out was that I was not very good at lead generation. This is what a lot of entrepreneurs I found out kind of come to realize that the clients aren't necessarily just lining up around the corner for you because you've got this great thing there. You know, you have to go out and you have to start conversations and you have to, you know, attract them. And I was attracting all the wrong people for the offer that I had. So there was a mismatch. There was a missing link between what I was marketing and, and the solutions that I, I was talking about in the actual sales conversation that I was having. There was a big disconnect and I was not talking to the right people about the right offer, you know, at, at the time that I was talking to them. So I went out in search of how do I make my business better and found quizzes and questions. And so kind of reverting back to, you know, something that I've known for quite a while, asking questions to start conversations. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I kind of went into. And as I built my own quiz for starting conversations, I, you know, tripled my leads, I doubled my conversion rates, worked great for me, decided to test it with a few other people that had businesses worked great for them. And it just kind of <laughs> snowballed into an actual you know, business. And now I do this full time where I help entrepreneurs track the quality leads that they need. So they have a client wait list that is outside the door for them. Mm -hmm. So I remember participating in market research too. You know, I had the people at the mall that had the clipboards that would ask questions and be like, oh, you're who we're looking for. You know, or do you have some time to answer some questions? Right. And I would, you know, participate in that. <laughs> which is different, you know, I mean, that's what you were talking about, kind of what you did before, but versus a quiz that maybe pops up when you're scrolling, you know, Facebook or wherever you might be. And mm -hmm. they're like, you know, which Disney princess are you or something like that, right? So I'd love for you to talk about maybe how you're able to take information you learned from market research and asking questions in person and getting that right candidate maybe to how it turns into quizzes online that you can implement for your business and get information you need to find that ideal client. Yeah. So I think if you take the labels off of things and just, just think about, you know, how, how you're interacting with your ideal client and the conversation and the relationships that you're, you're building. So in order to build that relationship, there are likely few questions that you need to ask them. There are also questions that they have, and they have one burning question that is keeping them up at night and mm -hmm. that you have a solution for. That's what you've built an offer around. That's, you know, that's what you have a business around. You know, you have that that offer. So kind of reverse engineering and kind of working backwards from that offer. What is that one question that's, you know, keeping them up at night? What's that one question that you know you can help solve for your ideal clients? Asking that question and then connecting the dots, if you will, with a more of a conversation of, you know, if you are a business coach that takes people from six to seven figures, maybe the question that's keeping your target audience up at night is actually, you know, how do I get, how do I get to that seven figure level? Like, I'm like, how do I level up? How do I, how do I get through the mindset and the, and the business systems and so on? So, so what is stopping me from, mm -hmm. you know, going from six to seven figures? So yeah, if you're a business coach, for example, and you've got, you help clients go from six to seven figures. So you're helping people get into that seven figure mark. What, you know, what is 
keeping them up at night is likely that thought of, you know, what's stopping me from getting to that seven figures? What's, you know, what, what's in my way, whether that's mindset or systems or, or what is that? They don't know, but they know that they're not quite there yet. So as a business coach that helps people get there, asking the question of what's stopping you from getting to that seven figure mark and then taking them through a conversation like you would if you were in a coffee shop um, <laughs> to say, you know, well, like, where are you now? What, you know, do you have a team? What yeah. systems do you use? You know, what, like, how do you delegate? How do you set up your day for success? You know, things of that nature where they, the quiz can then pinpoint maybe this person has a mindset issue or this person has a, <laughs> has a uh, time management issue or this person has a delegation <laughs> issue. And then as the business coach, you can actually talk to each person where they're at. So for the mindset people, you know, Hey, to help you get to seven figures, you know, like it's a mindset shift and it's a big one. And this is like two or three things that you can do right away, but let's talk. Like, let's, you know, let's have that one-on-one -on -one conversation. Let's, you know, let's go to the next stage or, you know what, it's all about management and having a team around you to support you. And do you have the right team? And let's talk about that, you know, team delegation and, and management system that you have in place. Cause you're not going to hit seven figures by yourself so let's talk about that so that's how the you know asking those questions more as a two-way conversation because you were talking about the you know people in the in the mall and doing the research like a survey is a one-way information flow like the information is going from the consumer to the business quiz is more of a two-way conversation they learn a little bit about where they're at they get some some feedback as to what they can do next and then you get some information to help them with that next step and the cherry on top for both of you is that there is a next step there is this, the step to go into the sales page or going to the one-on-one -on -one call or whatever that looks like Right. Should you recommend saying at the beginning, if, you know, someone say you're like, are you up late at night because of this? You know, and they see that and they're like, yeah, that's me. I want to figure out, you know, what the situation is. Do you recommend saying there's a four question quiz or it's going to take five minutes or, you know, do you say like up front so they know kind of their yeah. time commitment or do they just start it and see how it goes? I generally only a lot like i mean i would say five to eight questions at the most on a lead generation quiz you're not you're not asking you they're not it's not the census you're not applying <laughs> for a mortgage you know like it, you can't ask everything under the sun you don't need that much information to start a conversation with them to invite them you know okay now we both know that you're i'm for you you're for me let's have a conversation about this you don't need that many questions i usually say it's a 60 second quiz or so mm -hmm. maybe two minutes but like we've got the attention span of less than a goldfish right like a goldfish right. has eight seconds we have seven seconds you don't have a lot of time you need to get in what's you know what's that problem that's keeping them up at night that they really want to solve that they're scrolling through will pop up and stop the scroll and say oh well, I want to know that. Like, I want to know what's stopping me from being unstoppable, or I want to know what my wellness score is, or how do I get to seven figures? Like, what's stopping me from that? What's the one thing that I can do right now to, to help me with that? And you don't need a lot of questions in between to figure that out. So I usually say, take the 60 second quiz, but you can't, you, you can't go much more than that. Mm -hmm. 
so is this something that you put like as a multiple choice and they just get to pick, you know, one of the few answers that's there or is it where they would write something? So you can, you can have both kinds of questions in your quiz. It depends on how you've laid it out. Yeah. If you're a Harry Potter fan, then all of your audience are, are witches and wizards, right? And once you get into Hogwarts, they go into houses. So it depends on like the questions that you ask depend on what information do you need to characterize each of your, your target audience to go into the right house. So in our running example of 67 figures, maybe it's something about mindset, something about systems, something about, about time management and delegation. And those are the buckets that you're using. So you ask the questions and that usually tends to be, there's one key question that is a check only one that determines the buckets, but you can do it as a score. You can, maybe there's one or two questions that you have to mix and match. It, it just depends on how complicated it is and how much information you need to make sure that you get the right person into the right bucket. Cause that's the end game, right? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that you have the right, like, like it, they sit back and they think, Oh my gosh, candy is in my head. That is so weird. How did she know that it was all about mindset for me? Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the type of questions. Text box questions. You can't do anything with those real time. You have to read those over, but they're great questions for, you know, learning how your consumers talk or the language mm -hmm. that they use or just like, you know, hey, it's a magic wand time. And in 12 months, what do you want your life to be like to get aspirations and things like that? But you can't really make business decisions on those because mm -hmm. you're not going to get you're just not going to get the sample that you likely need. Right. So when somebody completes this quiz, let's say there's six questions and it's on the one side, somebody seems like they're going to be an ideal fit for what you offer, right? You need to have another conversation where maybe someone on the other end of the spectrum really isn't ideal. They started the quiz, but they just wanted to see what the answers were, you know, or whatever that is. So like, first of all, how do you separate that through the software maybe that you have and what do you offer them anyway at the end? Like they've submitted this question you know, mm -hmm. the questionnaire. So usually there's some kind of, this is what you are type thing. How do you set that up? What do you provide? Yeah. So basically anyone that isn't your ideal client should probably drop off somewhere in the quiz. They should lose interest because they're, they're not really mm -hmm. wanting to, to get to the end result. Um, and at the end, what you're going to be doing is, you know, it's all about mindset to get you from six to seven figures. Here are a few things that you can do. That's kind of your, you know, quote unquote, lead magnet content. You get a report, you know, your, about your mindset and what you can do. And then the invitation to continue on um, mm -hmm. is, is provided. So the, the lead generation or the freebie, if you will, is that report at the end. And I usually suggest following it up with a video sales letter or like, you know, a small video that, oh, your report's on the way. But since you're here, like, let's talk about your results and give them a one or two minute just overview so that you're hitting them with a couple of different ways of getting the information. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what type of software then should they be using to actually like host this quiz and mm -hmm. do the, are you this, that, you know, taking them to the right questions or whatever the next step is for that? Yeah, there's lots of different solutions. I think it, it depends on your budget, depends on how many quizzes that you're going to be running. I like things like try interact is a good one. What I don't suggest is doing just forms or mm -hmm. something that looks like you have Jerry rigged something together. And it's obvious that it's not like a quiz platform, right. you know, like you, it's kind of like guerrilla warfare 
something together. That's not the experience that you want them to have. But like a, an actual quiz platform, there are several of them out there. I actually program in Bucket.io. That's because I do a lot of quizzes in a year and, and it has all the bells and whistles that I need. Not everyone needs all of that. So there's, you know, just... The, the things to watch out for is how, how much do you want to be involved in the actual tech side of things, like actually mm -hmm. setting up the pages and so on versus using a template and how many leads are you able to get before you go to the next pricing tier? Because a lot of them are in tiers. So just, just mm -hmm. be careful of, of things like that. And, and, and then once you're in a quiz platform, it's very hard to move around. So play around and make sure that you, you get one you're comfortable with. Okay. And is this good really for all types of businesses? I mean, you did mention like a business coach, which is services. I would think that this could be good for product too, but I'm wondering if it's better for maybe one type and maybe not so much another. I think that it's, I mean, I haven't, I have yet to meet a topic I can't do a quiz for. And I think that, I mean, every business needs clients and every business wants clients that are highly qualified and, you know, in a lineup waiting to work with for them. So quite frankly, I think every business can use a quiz. Mm -hmm. So is this then when they complete the quiz and they get, you know, here's what it is, here's your free download. Does that kind of coordinate with your like CRM system, then that could send them like a follow-up email or what would be kind of the next step for the business owner to be able to follow up with this person? Well, yeah, by completing the quiz, they're now in your list. So now whatever email nurture sequence that you have, or, you know, you can start inviting them, they're on your list now. Mm -hmm. So they're a lead like any other to follow up with like any other once you know, once they delivered the results and, and talked about the offer that you're making them at, at the back of the quiz, they should just go into whatever email nurture sequence that you have, like any other lead. Mm -hmm. And then how do you know what software or platform, you know, that you should be putting this on so that you're going to attract them in the first place with, you know, this eye-catching, <laughs> you know, or, you know, whatever that is like, yes, this is the question that keeps me up at night. Where do you even put that for them to see it? So that's the link to the quiz and the quiz quiz platform is the link can live anywhere. The quiz platform is is secondary almost. As long as it's working, it doesn't have to be have all the bells and whistles. But the actual link to the quiz, you can put that anywhere you can put any other link. So <laughs> that can live in a an ad, in a post, in your emails, in a challenge, in you know, anywhere that you can think of, hey, take this quiz link here and, you know, send them over to the quiz. Right. Okay. So I guess in terms of somebody who's listening to this and saying, well, I'm interested, you know, I think this would be great to find some ideal customers, but I'm not really sure like what questions even to ask. I understand you said get to that final question, but I'm not sure how to backtrack to really get to mm -hmm. ask the right questions. Like what do I do to make sure that I am starting with the right question to lead to that final question? So you really actually start with your offer, mm -hmm. right? You got, you got to start at the end. You got like, you're, you're navigating them to an end point and that's your offer. So what is, you know, what's the promise of your offer? What's, what are the benefits of your offer? If you have that, solidly, you know, understood, written out, and, and you've got that down pat, then a reverse engineering to that problem to solve is a lot easier because mm -hmm. basically like, what are you promising them? Oh, I'm going to help you get to seven figures. Okay. Well, what's keeping me up at night? How do I get to seven figures? I mean, it's mm -hmm. usually just the question format of the promise. So it's really making sure that your offer is dialed in. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so they just have to kind of think through, like, what are the things that I would need to know that would lead them to get to the point where, yes, I am wanting to get from six figures to seven figures. I'm stuck. I'm not sure what to do. And, you know, kind of yeah. then lead into that final. So, okay. So what would you suggest someone do to get started with this whole process? They're interested, they're hearing, you know, like, okay, this is a great idea. I need to implement this in my business as a lead generation. You know, what are all the things that I need to do to get this in place so that I can put the ad on social media or in an email and be ready to go and everything? Like, I don't even know what to say. I don't know exactly, you know, all the different things to put together to make that final quiz. Like, what are the tips? Yeah, well, so basically, you know, starting at your offer, reverse engineering that, and then, you know, connecting the points in between with those five to seven questions or so. I mean, that's a bit of art and a bit of science. And it's something that, you know, if you've got your offer, you've got your problem to solve, then it's really just taking a breath, sitting, it doesn't, don't overcomplicate it, but mm -hmm. sitting down and kind of thinking through what's the next logical question, what's like, how do I start this conversation and what's the, you know, what are the questions from there? Of course, there are, you know, programs and there are ways to to get help to do that. But I think that the the key thing is not to overthink it because mm -hmm. we tend to overthink. Right. And do you recommend somebody actually use not just posting, you know, on social media somewhere, you know, or paying for an ad or something too, but I've heard about boosting posts and things like that too. So in terms of getting it seen, because we know analytics aren't, telling us all the story, but generally we're not seeing very many people seeing things on social media unless you're paying for advertising. So what do you recommend about that? Yeah. I mean, marketing strategies, there's a bazillion marketing strategies. So what I can tell you is that the link works for every marketing strategy. So I, I don't use paid ads. I market personally through networking, through podcasts, through speaking to sell. So I talk a lot. And when I talk a lot, I, you know, dropping my link anywhere when I'm speaking is very easy to do. So because I've got a little catchy, you know, link that you can create. So I'm not a Facebook ads person. I'm not the person to talk to about like that side of things. Mm -hmm. That's why I wanted something, a lead magnet that worked with anything. That's why I suggest quizzes because not everyone wants to do social. But if you do want to do social, it works with social as well. Right. So is there anything you want to share that I didn't think to ask the question for, but you think is something that the listener needs to know about creating that quiz or how to use it in business? I think it's just really about, you know, getting into that headspace of wanting to start a conversation and thinking about the relationship as opposed to thinking about the sale. I think we're coming out of, of a cycle of energy where it's all about the pushy salesperson. And I think that the people that listen and start conversations with the intention of a relationship are going to win and going to do, do really well. Okay, perfect. Well, I know we're coming to the end of the time that we have together. So I want to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with the listener and how they can connect with you. Yeah, I would I would love people to learn more about what quiz would work best for their business. And you can find that at uh, quizformybiz.com. So www.quizformybiz.com. And that will go through and not only show you what a working quiz looks like, but also tell you what kind of quiz will drive the kind of leads that you're looking for. So, and then at the end of that is uh, a way to connect with me further. Oh, perfect. 
Well, thank you, Catherine, for being a guest on my show and, you know, going through this topic. I know it's something different that maybe some haven't even heard of before. So I appreciate your being here. Oh, thank you for having me, Candy. And, and I appreciate your audience. And I hope that everyone has a fantastic evening and ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. Great tip. And to the listener, thank you for tuning in. I hope that you found this topic interesting and that answered some of your questions about quizzes that convert. Ask the best questions to attract the best clients. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Catherine at the link that she shared, or you could send us a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join me for my next topic. And please remember, you can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website is abandp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, TuneIn, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show information with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform. I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.